Curious to know. I've I've chatted to a number of people uh, who have 
lived in that lifestyle and are now, you know, married with children, you know, living uh, a, a completely different lifestyle. Uh, when you were going through that time of confusion and trying to decide uh, what you were, whether you were male or female, you know, a lot of people say that that's normal and that people are born that way, you know. What, what do you say to that? What happened with me is I, I remained in that dark world for many years and for 30, 30 plus years. But in 2009, I ended up on my deathbed and I had full-blown AIDS. I had infections in my brain, in my blood. I had um, a viral, a virus that had taken over my body, no immune system. I had osteoporosis so bad that I couldn't even walk. And they sent me home to die. They told my family to make arrangements that I would not survive. And it was in this time that I picked up the word. And I actually started reading it, and I started just giving everything that I had to reading his word and to praying to God because there was two things that I was sure of when I went in when I went on to my deathbed one was that I was afraid to die and two was that I did not want to go to hell I was sure of those two things and so upon reading the word and I just started getting all of these, for lack of a better word, revelations. You know, it hit me that homosexuality and transgenderism is an addiction. As soon as I saw it like that, it was so clear and easy for me to say that I can put this down and walk away from it, just like I did drugs, just like I did alcohol, just like I did gambling. It was no different. And it was in reading his word that when i read romans 1 and 27 it was like a light went on and romans 1 and 27 it says and likewise the males also forsaking the natural use of the female burned in their lust for one another and so that verse right there told me that not only is it sinful but it's unnatural so it goes against everything that God created and intended us to be. You know, and it was just the gospel alone and and just verses like this that just said it just it was like a, a a smack upside the back of my head every time I read a verse like this, like wake up. And I can say that I begged I begged and and I, I believed, I repented, I begged for forgiveness, and and I just begged Jesus. I said, "Please, just rescue me, rescue me, just save my life." And at that point, I realized that I was no longer afraid to die. And better yet, I knew that if I did die, I wasn't going to hell. And from that moment on my health just started to improve within months and we're talking maybe two to four months i was up i was walking around i was moving around my viral load was undetectable my immune system was back full force 
they had no no explanations for me about how the infections just disappeared, why the my immune system came back so quickly, why anything, and I kept telling them, it's God, it's God, it's God, but they didn't want to hear that. So we made a big move, and when I moved to where I am now, which is in, in the state of Maine in the, in, the, in the U.S., they did a bone density test, and they said, David, you know, it's just not possible that you could have ever had osteoporosis because your bone density is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. They said somehow somebody must have gave you a misdiagnosis or you they got the tests mixed up because you could have never had osteoporosis. And it was like, I just, I couldn't say it enough. It's God, you know. And so he he, he rose me up and he did so for, for a reason, for, for this reason right here, at this very moment. You know, just like every single time that I get to tell somebody of his amazing grace and how he saved even a wretch like me, you know, there's absolutely nothing our God cannot do. And I think in this day and age, it's most important for us to to know that it's okay to say, hey, guess what? This is not who you were meant to be. This is not who you were born to be. God did not create you this way because it's not about offending them. I'm not offending them. I want to defend them against the lies and the wiles of the devil. You know, and that that's that's what I've just basically set my life to doing now. And until he brings me home, I owe everything to him. So... This is all I can do right here. Well, it is an incredible story of uh, transformation and healing and uh, redemption. I'm curious to know a bit about your life after uh, you had this transformation. Uh, h- how did you get involved in church? Uh, how were you received? Uh, what kind of ministries uh, were supporting you in that time? That's a difficult question because, you know, I, I, I've um, come across other um, people who have come out of the homosexual and transgendered world, and they feel lonely, in a sense, because the world is saying, oh, well, that's not, you, you can just be who God made you, or be who you were born to be, this is who you were supposed to be, this is who God made you, when it's not, because that's the world. And then they have the church telling them, be quiet, don't talk about that, you know, and so you kind of feel stuck, and so when I notice that, I don't um, back into a corner very well, and I don't feel stuck very well, so I pressed on, and so what I was, what I was um, doing in my studies, while I was taking some online Bible courses, I was planning on writing a book, which is, the name of the book was going to be I Belong, Amen. Within two years, that book became a website, which became a ministry, and the response is phenomenal the last two years. Um, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm so blessed and so honored that God uses me in such a way, 
you know, he uses me to be here to, to lead and to guide others who want freedom from the dark, dark LGBT world. You know, he, he and, and that's my purpose. And so what I find with the church now is that I have many churches that are starting to say nowadays, come, come to our congregation, give testimony, please, we want to hear it. The people need to hear it. But I also have a lot of them that are telling me, no, we can't have that. It'll be, it is a, it's offensive. And, you know, and when does God's word not become taboo or not become, you know, offensive? The truth, there's two things that you can always be sure of with the truth. One, that it's going to hurt. But two, it can set you free if you truly allow it to. You know, we've we've gotten into this rut of thinking that the opposite of homosexuality is heterosexuality, and that's not true. The opposite of homosexuality is justified, it's sanctified, it's freed from the bondage of sin, it's a being a child of God. You know, that's just who we are. We we weren't we're not born or created or intended to be homosexual or transgender or lesbian. We're just not. And Scripture tells us that. Well, you certainly got an incredible story, and uh, we really just want to say thank you so much for uh, contacting us and letting us know about your story. Uh, And I'm just curious uh, to ask you as well, you know, I mean, I know that you would probably get lots of online attacks and lots of, uh, uh, you know, people from the uh, LGBT community attacking you for your stance on Christianity. Um, how do you relate to those that attack you? What's, what's your response uh, when people attack you? Because it's a very hostile environment to speak like you're speaking. Uh, how do you respond to those that attack you? I tell them the truth, and I tell it with love, and I let them know I know I know exactly what you're going to say before you say it because I've been in your shoes and I've argued the same points that they're arguing with me. And I can tell them exactly how they feel. And if nothing else, they can go away mad, but I I guarantee you they'll go away thinking. You know, if if they go away mad, they will go away thinking. And I've had a lot of attacks. You know, I've had um, physical threats. um I've had a lot of hate mail. I've had things mailed to my um, ministry P.O. box that I couldn't even mention, you know, to anybody with a clean conscience. But that none of that, you know, that doesn't bother me. Things like that let me know that the devil is, is really worried. You know, the devil is very, very upset right now because things that he has worked many, many years to build up are starting to crumble because there are people rising up. There are people God is rising up out of the miry clay and he's pulling them up out of the cesspools of this world only to put them in place. And he's doing so, so strategically. And the devil is very worried. You know, my my, my whole goal is God's truth in love and with compassion, because I truly know 
what they feel. I truly know how they feel. I know what they're thinking. And I want them to know that I truly do love and care for them. And I can say that even if I've only reached one, I happen to know that I've reached many, many more because I I, I counsel them and I minister to them on a daily basis almost. And so I know, you know, where they're at and where their heart is at and where they're striving to get. And so, but even if I just reach one, then it's all worth it. Well, David Arthur, thank you very much for your time today. And it's it's certainly clear to us that, uh, you know, your journey is an inspiration. And dare I say, God had you in his plan from the very beginning to do exactly what you're doing today. So we really pray and, and hope that uh, I Belong Amen Ministries will continue to thrive and, and help many, many different people and families and communities and churches uh, deal better with these situations and to help draw people back to the true light that we have in Jesus Christ. Thank you again for your time today. And if people want to connect with you, uh, the website ibelongamen.com. Is that the best one? Yes, it is. You're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, social media. It's great to see you shining a light out there in the world. Uh, mate, I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much, and God bless you all. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.